Welcome to another episode of uh, Rep Talk. So today we've got the uh, very, very famous on LinkedIn, Mark Hopkins. Mark, you're the uh, you're the face behind Thomas Lee Recruitment. And the podcast is It Starts With You. It Starts With You, yeah. Uh, Everybody's yeah. best friend on LinkedIn. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Scary, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, though, you're one of the, uh, you're one of the like, founding pillars of recruitment, aren't you? <laughs> well, yeah. Me, Mitch Sullivan. <laughs> you know, yeah, James Reid. James Reid. <laughs> do the Gurneys. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I think, what, like you said before this podcast, one of the first people to do a video on LinkedIn. Yeah, like, yeah. Recruitment related video. Mm. And I didn't really believe that at first until I, I looked at it many moons ago and I thought, actually, who is the other people on LinkedIn? Yeah. I did video at the time. And it's, but there was basically, you know, what was there? I mean, I remember, do you remember that, um, the expo that we went to? And um, we ended up bumping into you at the yes. expo. Yeah. And then at the time, we were walking around and there was like the yeah. guys from, uh, was it Interview or Audra? One of the video sites. It was it was another one, wasn't it? Hunted as well. Hunted, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. a few of them, but you yeah. were you were a celebrity there, mate. You were like people. Were, <laughs> people, people were, oh, yeah. God, yeah, yeah. So remember, yeah, people stopping. Well, you know why? Don't you? I mean, remember, like when I, I remember when all the big agencies were like, "Maybe we need to do more video content on LinkedIn," <laughs> and then like you started seeing these like really uncomfortable recruitment consultants so in front of the camera. <laughs> I remember one specifically, she was stood outside like a pond or something. Oh, and God. it was just so much background noise. And she's like, hi, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And, it, and it was like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, have you just, did you just think, yeah, that looks sick. I'll put that out. Like, what was that all about? That, that, pond, I, that pond looked like a slurry pit. Yeah. <laughs> Crap just, just <laughs> come out of the building. Next yeah. And it got no disrespect to her because no. she'd obviously, like, you could tell her director or whatever would be like, no, no, you need to. You're good on camera. You're like, you're and like she's just sort of going, oh, okay, here I am in front of a story. Awkward at the same time as well. And they were freezing cold outside, wearing coats, and their hoods yeah. on, and everything. And they were trying to make it funny. Yeah. And it was awkwardly funny. You know, the other way. Yeah, people, like, yeah, people were laughing at them rather than laughing yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I used to like the ones. Do you remember the uh, the videos where it'd be like some guy just reading a brief? So. Uh, I would like to introduce uh, myself. Oh, God, no, fantastic as, opportunity! Yeah, yeah and fantastic. We option. are um, recruiting for an accountant who can do, and then the big shopping list comes in. Yeah. which obviously Mitch Sullivan was dancing all over. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd be like, "So get in touch, please." And then that all could walk towards the camera to <laughs> turn it off. Edit. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> do you know we do the millennial pause? Have you heard of that? No, I've not heard of it. The millennial pause, right? So if you look at like most... Sounds like a Star Wars thing, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, so Tristan, get millennial pause up. It's a real thing. So you, you basically, us millennials have this like a second or half a second pause from when we start recording and then we go, hi everyone, it's... Uh, whereas like the, the Gen Z literally just press record and jump straight into their videos. Yes. And like it's all over TikTok. Well, it was all over TikTok. Like there were people just taking their piss out of like look at these millennials with their millennial pauses <laughs> like what are you thinking about just tell us what you want to say I'm Gen X though so I was, I was born in 70 yeah well yeah. so okay, we do this yeah. weird thing where we get yeah. cameras we like look at it going what the hell am I saying yeah. now <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> we start saying it you know my son so my, it's my son's birthday on Saturday he's 13 now right? I've got a 13 year old son that's scary and he refers to us as 1900s late 1900s but I've so, heard that yeah, that, that makes me... That's really horrible, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's horrible. <laughs> you guys are born in the late 1900s. I've got a 10-year-old and a 2-year-old, so I dread the thing with the 2-year-old. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, yeah. like when the first time he said it, I was like, you fucking what? 
And then he was like, he was like well, yeah, you're, you're from the late 1900s. And I was like, no, heck. And then I was like, oh, man, that's actually... Yeah, so you're not wrong. I just don't yeah. like how you put it. Yeah. Well, a friend of mine was saying when she was in Sainsbury's, I think, she was buying alcohol and the person said, can I see your ID? And she pulled up a driving <laughs> licence. And she went, that's fine. She said, you didn't read it. No, I saw the 19. That was enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible, isn't it? It's horrible. Yeah. Oh, man. So for all of you, like, 2000s recruiters out there, like, just, it, it hurts us. Yeah. It hurts us. In the soul, that's what happens. It hurts in the soul. Yeah, I mean, this is your future. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they say? Yeah, you, you hit 40 and you go, I'm going to start a podcast. <laughs> yeah. 40 is the new 18. That's what happened to me four years ago. That's what happened. So tell us about the, uh, it starts with you. What's, what's, what's the... Um... It, it originally started, like I say, about four years ago, 2018. I had a couple of um, friends like um, Sarah Potter and Kara Santi and, and a couple of other guys <laughs> yeah. as well. Um, and I just thought, oh, I know, let's do a podcast. Let's just chat to all my recruiter friends. I even invited you guys, remember, and you said, no, you've got bigger plans. <laughs> yeah, and here you are in the yeah. big. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't that, I don't remember that invite, if I'm, if I'm being perfectly honest. You may have sent it to me, and I may have been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a verbal invite. It wasn't a <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. Actually, fine. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was like a throwaway. And I, I must have done the first year about 15, 20 podcasts. Yeah. And you know, I did about the same again. Were they video podcasts or Facebook? They were all anchor at the time. Yeah. Then the uh, pandemic hit, and I kind of flipped from the Anchor podcast to the YouTube podcast, because mm-hmm. everyone was doing Zoom, it was quite fashionable, people wanted to see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did, I think I've done about 10 of them since 2000, uh, 2020, always the end of 2021. I didn't do any last year, purely because I was trying to focus on the business, I don't know if you guys felt it last year, mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. backs against the wall. Um, and yeah, so this year I'm resurrecting it and bringing it back. So. This year, what I'm looking to do with it, and I did it kind of in the 21 version of it, is come away from the recruitment world, come away from my recruitment mates, and look at other things. Mm-hmm. So in the, uh, there's a few really good ones in there. The, the newbies, which are a family which basically quit their jobs, did a camper van, and travel around Europe during COVID, and had a child during that time. And since then, if you follow them on YouTube, a phenomenal family. They've bought a farm in Portugal, they still travel the world. Uh, their son, Crusoe, his name is, he's uh, a lovely little boy. Um, he's basically tra- more travel than any of us put together. He's, I think they wanted to get him to 50 countries, I think, before he was two. I think he wasn't. I think they achieved that. So he's well-traveled. Now he's got a little baby brother now. They want to do the same thing. I hate to be that guy, but I mean, do you remember where you were before you were two? So, no, probably just in West so Wales. So young, young Crusoe is not going to have any yeah. recollection of any of these. No. Word and wonderful. <laughs> like, it's not a YouTube like, series. He's going to walk around at 14 and be like, I've been here before. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when I was two, I was in West Wales wondering when I could take my cagoule off. But it was it was just one of those things. Just to get off. What's a cagoule? <laughs> yeah. Is it your dog? It's Your dog too, two brown guys who like, yeah. Well, English is our first language. It's also yeah. like, when did you first wear a cagoule? This, 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 this is a true story, right? So, my basketball coach was uh, a Welsh woman called Samantha Rock. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, she's from Nottingham. Yeah, <laughs> you all know, right? right? I, at, at this point, I was so shouted. I, I had no idea what a Welsh accent was, right? Really? I, I'd never come across a Welsh accent ever, right? And and I'm, I'm there, and like. She, we're running drills and stuff, and she's talking. Was this in the late 1900s? This was actually early <laughs> zero zero. <laughs> no, it was actually. Yeah, yeah, it would have been 1999. Yeah, yeah so oh, late God, 1900s, literally yeah. as late as it can be. And she started, started shouting and blah, 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 blah. And I'm sat there and I'm like, mate, mate, why does Miss Rook sound Indian? <laughs> <laughs> what are you on about? 
And I was like, she sounds like my mum. Like, what the fuck? She sounds like she's from Delhi. And then he was like, mate, that's a Welsh accent. And I went home. Like, there's a time before YouTube. And I'm like, I'm like, Welsh accent? I need to, how do I find Welsh people? I need to know if this is true. I need to verify this fact. It's yeah. true that because a lot genuine, of people, like, a lot well, people do have Welsh impression. Yeah, ends up being, it always, yeah. always ends up being his wife's the worst. Yeah, the yeah, your wife does an Irish accent. It sounds Indian. Yeah, she has one accent, right? And she's like, "This is too much Jamaican accent," and then she'll end up sounding like my nan. <laughs> <laughs> but then, did you see? Did you ever see that? Um, oh, who's um, whose show was it? I think it was like James Corden or like one of the late shows in America. Yeah, Riz Ahmed was on there. And he, because he's quite good at accents, and he was, yeah, he was doing like, he was saying about the transition between like, you could do Indian to Welsh, you could do like yeah. uh, Jamaican into, I can't remember what it was, but he was, he was transitioning in there. He was like, yeah, Indian to Welsh is so easy because you go, you just start off and then you just go deeper and deeper and deeper. And before you know it, you sound like you're from Bombay. Or Mumbai, I'm sorry. They sound like I'm old. Or Pontypridd. Or Yeah. So there you go. Right. Okay. So. You're one of the things go... that you were quite sort of thing with, uh, obviously, because you you you're almost one of the pioneers, weren't you, of like LinkedIn videos and stuff like that. And yeah. like going into kind of going back to that conversation of, of where we we're at the expo, your personal brand really really stood out at that point. And personal brand is something that you kind of had a thing about, <laughs> don't you? Mean? But the, the difficult thing was at the time as well. It was within the recruitment industry, so outside mm. the industry, it was even harder to push that. So I think it was for me because people knew who I was. Obviously, for me, a few other things I didn't like it. Um, it was a res I think it was a respect within the industry that people are pushing yep. themselves out. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah. we kind of, you know, I say Mitch Sullivan, you know who he is, you know what he does, yeah. and, and, and because he's really going to push in that personal brand and what he does and so forth. With me, it was, it was like no one knew who I was, no one really cared. What <laughs> no, I you were the guy who did the videos, but, but you became but you the guy who did the videos. Like, and you had people reaching out to you and everything, didn't they? Like, oh, can you show me how to do it? What software do you use? What do you do here? What do you do there? Every, every day. Every day, at one point, when I, the first year I did it, it was really bad. And then I think it just, this is the truth, by the way. I started watching makeup tutorials on YouTube to see what they were doing, because they were always in front of the camera. Yeah, there was yeah, no yeah. cut scenes to anything else or anything like that. And there were YouTubers, but they were very shouty YouTubers talking about oh. games and stuff. Mm. But even then, in 20, this is 2016, 2017, even then, there wasn't the type of YouTubers we see today, like Mr. Beast and, yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. They, they were around, but they weren't big. They didn't hit that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So back then, there was all the these like, prank shows and stuff like that, weren't That's it? it. They, yeah. yeah, they go, yeah. oh, I'm going to get so, uh, so stuff in an abandoned factory or whatever. This is it. The only people that give <coughs> advice on camera. Or people showing you how to do makeup, or yeah. people showing you to do your hair, or yeah, 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 yeah. So was that your thing then? Was it you wanted to give advice? I, I wanted to give better advice to candidates and especially clients because there was no videos out there at the time telling clients how to interview, how to do a proper bloody you know, conversation with a recruiter. I even mm -hmm. went down that route and how to you know, sift through CVs properly and, and, and just give a better advice. But as a Kind of a, a byproduct of that. I was giving candidates advice. So every time I, I wanted to give clients advice, I give candidates advice. Well, they, they, they go hand in hand, don't they? They go, they, they go hand in hand. But like, again, you got to think about the rationale behind that. We we are of that kind of whilst yeah yeah the, the late nineteen hundreds, if you will, right? We work for big corporate, yes. big recruiters, right? And we were always told. 
focus. The, 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 yeah, the client is, is the person you're selling to. Client you don't give them yeah. Yeah, yeah. Client <laughs> you know, client don't always give them any advice. Yeah, don't give yeah. them any advice. Don't send interview prep packs out to them. Yeah. You know, don't don't do anything for them more than you the, the, than supply candidates because you know you don't want them to go and recruit for themselves. And you're yeah. like, it's ridiculous. Which is absolute bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 and, and a lot of the times as well, when you speak to clients, it's not the fact that they need to use agencies. They want to use agencies mm-hmm. because they can't be bothered to do all that Bingo. grudging themselves. Mate, how Bingo. many times have you picked up a role, right, and it's it's a bread and butter role, and you think, God, why aren't you doing this yourself? <laughs> yeah, but then you look at it and you think, oh, now I've got to go through that entire process of calling through my network, calling through job boards and advertising the job and all that sort of stuff. You think, oh, and for us, it's great because we like at the end of it, it's like okay, fine. We we get the fee and we get the we get the the, the result at the end of it. But for a client, it's having to redo the stuff that they've already done, which is you've had somebody who has either left the business or moved internally. Now you got to retrain this person. You got to go through that entire process all over again. Which is why clients absolutely hate recruitment. Oh, they absolutely despise I've got one client that will call me up to talk about recruitment on the Friday afternoon when he's driving home from the office, like a hundred mile drive. And he called me up and we talked about recruitment. We just chew the fat about recruitment. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's going on? How is this then? And he was still giving jobs at the end of that. Because I've told him how to do it a hundred times. Yeah. Like, no, can you find me a sales guy? I said, oh, yeah, sure, that's fine. Because I think it's more than the confidence bill. Well, we do we, we do that though, don't we? Though, like, <laughs> you think about anything like decorating your house. Can you do it yourself? Yes, of course you can. I can hang wallpaper. I can, you know, I can do skirting boards and stuff. But would I rather pay somebody who does it day in, day out, is going to do it a damn sight quicker than me. And and more importantly, I can have a moan at if it's not quite right. Like if I if I put if I wallpaper in my, in my a bedroom, my wife comes in and she's like, this looks shit. Like I've got no one else to turn to, right? It's my fault. It's I've got to rectify that. If, it, if I outsource that out to somebody and that person comes in and, and, and my wife comes in and goes, this is crap, or you've hired the wrong candidate, yeah. the client has the option to turn around and be like, yeah, Mark, you got me the wrong candidate. Yeah, it's 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 that. It, 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 yeah, do you know what I mean? That, that's why outsource works. But this is one of the things with when I was making those videos off the back of that, where clients were making those bad mistakes. Yes, yeah. I was trying to rectify that by saying, "Hey guys, this is a better way of doing it." So I used yeah. to write blogs as well on top of that. But it, it was, and this is the thing at the time we weren't seeing anyone doing this. We no. were seeing this client, this kid. Let's, you know, candidates are uh, a dime a dozen. Dime yeah, a before dozen. the the, the labour shortage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at it now. Yeah. Um, and it, it, there was a, there was just not enough, in my opinion, there was not enough personality. I think is right about the recruitment. But because that 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 again, we, we're from that background, right? Big big recruiter. They don't want you to have personality. No. They didn't. You know, how much how much grief did me and you used to get when we were were oh, like can't say the name. Yeah. Insert yeah. big recruitment agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Check yeah. out that LinkedIn profile. Find out. Oh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll beep it out afterwards. When we were at Michael Page, <laughs> we weren't allowed to put out our shit. We weren't allowed to like put out things that we thought were funny or comment things that it was all around. <laughs> no, no, you only talk about your vacancy and then you tell everybody on the floor and they'll all like and share it in the little pods. Yeah, and you just like this is Yeah, 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 yeah. The other issue as well though is that a lot of recruiters right from the outset. Are, are kind of taught not to be hundred percent transparent. Like I, I say to clients and candidates all the time, which is like, yeah. listen, well, I'm going to field this job for you because you're going to pay me at the end of it. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not a job center. We're not doing it for free. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we're going to get paid for it, and because we're going to get paid for doing it, we're going to work hard for you. 
I, I, I shouldn't say this out loud, but I am writing my memoirs of recruitment. I'm trying to write. That's a Red Talk exclusive, right? What I'm trying to do is write a book, but I don't know how to write a book yet. So what I'm doing is. Chat GPT, mate. Write this back in the I'm trying to. Basically, I'm trying to get all my memories of 18 years of recruitment. Yeah. Working for the big boys. I'm not trying to mention any names, but the, the key people I'm trying to mention in there without mentioning names is that the idiots have taught me that. You know, the ones that said, you know, it's all, you'll be selfish, be, be arrogant, be this, be that. Yeah, and yeah. they were trying to teach you that to be, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, in recruitment. And when I, I remember the day I left uh, the last company I worked for, I won't mention their name. Uh, Rise with Peed, doesn't it? No, no, it was before <laughs> that. Before <laughs> that. <laughs> they were all right. I'll tell you about that when we They were all right. Um, the last company was a small um, kind of three or four site agency mm. across, across the Midlands. Um, oh, yeah, they know who they are. <laughs> and the day I left, I went on jury service. I remember having a personality on jury service. I don't know if anyone's ever been on jury service. You're, Not yet. They wouldn't invite us. Basically, you're having, a, you're having a laugh with a group of people you've never met before. Mm -hmm. It's a bit yeah. like LinkedIn. Okay? Mm -hmm. so and, and literally, and then they put you in a room, and then you have to judge someone that's just murdered someone. And nice. then, or, or, or run a red light. Or run a red light. <laughs> and then you come back and then you have a laugh again. It's the weirdest place ever. And in that moment, because I was always wanting to start my own business, uh, one or two of them they had started their own business. And they said, you got, you got it, Mark. Just do it. Just start the business. And literally that January, that was it. I, I kicked it off and all went. That They're way. good at that, though. The big big agencies, well, the, 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 the multi-site agencies yeah. and stuff as well. They're good at making you feel like it's shit out there. Yeah, there's it's no horrible out there. Of this you don't know what it's like to run a business. Oh, oh you wouldn't last <laughs> in the corporate world. And it's like, yeah, shut up. Go right. back to that big agency that I work for. I work for a few big agencies, but the biggest one I work for were brilliant at training you mm -hmm. as a recruiter. So yeah. they send you away to a school. They give you all the course yeah, books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the middle of nowhere. It's beautiful. You just go to the pub, get drunk every night. And I used to. You know, that's a delivery training course, isn't it? That, that, that's why the pub makes the pubs, isn't it? That's it. That's it. They own the pubs. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to talk, you know, people from all around the country used to come to this one place and you have a great laugh, you learn, and then you walk away and forget all those things you learned because yeah. you've got KPIs in front of you. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah no, but yeah. also you've got. And you've life got doesn't some, work out the way. No, no but you've also got some old school manager that sat there going, no, that's, that's, that's bullshit. That's not how it is. That, uh -huh. This is the real world. This isn't training. Yeah. So in the real world, you've got to pick up the yellow pages. You've got to call every man and their dog in there. That's it. Uh, in, yeah, and in the real world, sure. you've, got to work a, you've got to work a lead. Send seven, seven, send seven candidates as a shortlist, sure. um, yeah. even though they, you haven't been engaged. Yeah, true story. With this, even though you haven't been engaged on the job, Absolutely. you need to send. Yeah. They <laughs> will engage with us because we are insert big name here. And that really is the time. When I got my first management gig in the big, in the big boy, um, I, it was like an outpost. It was in Worcester. <laughs> <laughs> no one came to us. Right? No one cared. Were you were you High Street? Um, yeah, High Street. Lived yeah. on the High Street and. Um, there was uh, two people there, lovely people. Uh, the, the, I still speak to them to this day. They're still on my Facebook. Uh, beautiful people. They were just abused by the fact that no one was there to help them. And I threw out the book and I just went, right, guys, let's do what we know works. So we, we followed the training and we followed the psychology and I was doing a few other things at the time. Mm -hmm. and, we, and it worked. And we stopped doing this bullshit of chasing KPIs and chasing BD calls. We focused on what worked. But the thing, personal branding plays a massive part of that, right? So we, we were mates before uh, we got into recruitment. So I, I went into recruitment, and remember, we say it all the time. I, I, I rang him up, it was a, like a Friday afternoon, and I'm like, mate, we're going to the pub. 
Is that okay? I'm in the dealership. I've got like 15 cars to put away, blah, blah, blah. And I'm working tomorrow. tomorrow. And I was like, mate, you need to come do this. This is easy. And I was like, right, this is what it is. This is what we do, blah, blah, blah. And I'm knocking off. And I'm, 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 I'll be home. You had me sold that Monday to Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that night to Monday. Like, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Nine to five. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, what, sales jobs exist? That don't, that <laughs> yeah. don't, you don't have to work <laughs> yeah. at the weekend. Because up to this point, we were always what? weekend working. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so he was like, yeah, yeah, son. So we, we get in. And, and like, it got to a point where Sean was running temp. I was running perm. And we would we had like an, an alphabetical split split of the ledger because you know that's how all grown ups do it. <laughs> I was just like, this is ridiculous, yeah. but fine, all right. Because oh. everything that started with M, geographically yeah. speaking <laughs> as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. was well, in your location, yeah, in the same place. That's what it was like as a manager, treating yeah. it like kindergarten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I got yeah. my second manager a job. It, it was like that. Oh, yeah, I have to split it alphabetically. Can't you sort it out between you? Yeah, can't you guys just look at what you're good at? <laughs> and like, I can't get in with that client. You'll probably have a better chance. Yeah. So you have that one. I'll have this one. No, no, no alphabetical. Yeah. So we managed to carve out about seven or eight clients and literally all of our business would come from those seven or eight clients but we were on site week after week and like, I remember I put my expense report in and, and my manager was like uh, no no we keep going to the same places and I was like uh, Ryan why do you think all my billing keeps coming from the same fucking place <laughs> like <laughs> weirdly that, that kind of like balances out right and we were running it in such a way where we'd go on site and the clients would be like laughing and joking with us we'd walk past all these different candidates that we've placed wave over being like, labelled as the ant and deck of the yeah, ant and deck, deck or like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the boys are here when we go yeah. and just do like mince pie drop offs and stuff yeah, oh, I love those, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and like and, and like, we were doing the personal brand thing before that was like a thing, right? That, that, and is, that yeah. helped yeah. because that built our confidence to be like, mate, we can do this for ourselves. We don't when need. You, when you leave, if this is how good your personal brand is there. How many of those clients, after six months, so I'm not trying to like pull the wool over anyone's eyes here, you do wait after six months, come, and come back to you. Chat it took it took a while. I'll be honest, because <laughs> because of the covenants and so on, our biggest well, I can't speak for you. My biggest win was they closed the, the office. They closed up. They they moved completely out of that common Warwick area yeah. when we left because they were just nobody was working with them because we were the ones that were getting that business in and when we were gone. You realise that? Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. And they they I don't think they felt the void until we got. And they were like, it, it oh, takes okay. a month to do. It does yeah. take a month to do, and then they start using another agency. Yeah, they, of course they do. Yeah, I'm yeah. the same relationship, and, and then suddenly. But it is like using a different agency, though, isn't it? So think about it, right? So if you're, uh, we leave, you step in as the as the, the the new manager or the the account manager for that particular client. You may as well be a different agency, because the reality is you're. You're a different person. Yeah, you're a completely yeah. different person. Your your way of recruiting is different. You don't you you don't have that same relationship with that particular client, the line manager, whoever. You're having to start it all from scratch. And taking it back to candidates as well. How many candidates have you spoken to in the last six weeks? And one or two of them would be good for that client. I haven't spoken to anybody. Mm-hmm. So it's it, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. continuity there <coughs> is stuttered for a good yeah. chunk of time. And and I think that that's that's a big testament as well. If you've got clients that you're talking to who are just prepared to call you at like five, six, seven o'clock at night and just talk 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 to you, you know, a hundred mile drive home. Even candidates, I'm sure you've got candidates as well that will just keep coming back to you but like I've finished my contract yeah. or I've yeah, yeah, yeah look yeah. I've made I've made redundant, here's what's I, I going get on. candidates because I do mostly coming back to me every two or three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I've been in business that long. Still, yeah but your rebate's only nine weeks, why don't you just <laughs> <laughs> We don't do that. <laughs> we don't have <laughs> What I find interesting is though, when did the term personal brand become a thing? Ooh. It pisses me off, right? I've, we, we, I've got people like on my LinkedIn 
who they're like, oh, I work for such and such, and I'm a, I'm a you know, sales business development manager, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, <coughs> on a journey to build my personal brand. Shut the fuck up. Like, I, shut I, the fuck up. That's not a thing. So, someone accused me of being an influencer the other day, and I, I actually only agree on, on the message. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Influencer. Yeah, yeah. Don't label me stupid shit. Yeah, I yeah. don't like the certain personal brand. I just like the fact that I'm just a recruiter to talent people. I'm marketing. This is marketing yeah. to me. Exactly. Yeah, I think the it's marketing one on one. The issue isn't... I think the, the issue is the terminology, isn't it? Because for all those guys that are... Look, Throwing, throwing the word personal branding around and just kind of just using it as a as a kind of a hashtag as such. Yeah, it's they're on the right track in terms of you have to market yourself um, as as kind of what you can deliver and how you deliver. Yeah, it. yeah. I, I mean, but, marketing myself as an individual by using basically the same terminology as that everybody else. else. Yeah, like, yeah that, that's the bit that gets. It's but, like I would never put on like my thing. You know, on a journey to make more profit. Although that's what every business is yeah, trying yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, it's yeah, like, I'm yeah, a salesperson. I'm on a journey to build my personal. Of course you are. Because without anybody knowing who the fuck you are, they're going to buy from you. Like, that, that's, like, again, understanding of psychology of sales. And, and again, it comes back to that Simon Sinek, start with a why. Yeah. You know, what you're talking about, personal branding, is what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. So you've got to go Just telling me that you're asked about personal branding yeah. doesn't make you ask about personal Touching on Simon Sinek, he, he's kind of, he's got that, that whole thing nailed on anyway, hasn't he? Because all these people, they tend to be kind of not of the late 1900s. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're of the generation probably after or the one after that, where they want to be at the top of the mountain, but they, they want to start at the top of the mountain rather than start at the bottom. And work their way up to it because again, everybody wants to be an overnight influencer. Everybody is doing these weird trends on, yeah. on TikTok where there's like we just need to be there straight away. Take your branding for example. You've been putting videos and stuff like that there for four or five years, and uh, four or five years before that, I was writing blogs. Mm-hmm. My managers were telling me to take down. That's <laughs> mad, isn't it? That is mad. You think about it, so I was trying to do personal branding um, long before that. It was even a thing. A yeah. thing, and and. People were worried you were doing it. So the people mm-hmm. who were working because were stopping you from doing it. Well, that's because they know the minute you walk out the door. Yeah. Because let's be let's be honest, and this this I think every young person needs to understand this. Yeah. You are just a number. Yes. Doesn't matter how much your boss tells you you're part of the family. Yeah. The minute you leave, you will be replaced. You will your job will be advertised, yeah. and they know that. So if you're building your own like kind of your own fan base, so to speak, or people that know you, like you, trust you, you walk out that door, it doesn't matter who you go and work for, whether it's yourself or whether it's the worst agency out there, there'll be an element of people looking and going, but I do like him and I do trust what he says. And that's why you see some of these kids on TikTok losing jobs because they're using their job as the platform to whatever it is. I've seen some kids working at Tesco's dancing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, singing, in, 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 and that's great. But then the ones which are slacking off their own supermarket, yeah. and, and get a huge following from it. But the thing is, it's it's a case of you're you always want to you want to promote individualism, and that's that's kind of what the big corporates don't like doing because that's what again you look at places like Tesco, Asda, and all these. That's why you have a uniform. It's not because they want you to be recognisable because you put a name badge on and be recognisable, or you could have uh, a high bit or whatever. You can put something on that will that is is it very uniform. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but you you put them in a uniform and everything. And all of a sudden, everything is very kind of military. It's like no, no, no this is how you behave. Yeah, there's no individuality. Is, yeah. No, of course not. I remember years and years ago, I used to work at Phones for You, and think about it now. I should have let her sack me on the on, on the spot because um, I was wearing earrings. And she was she was saying to me she was like you can't do you remember those days two earrings big oh no no yeah yeah the big like um, I, I, I had one earring <laughs> yeah yeah I had an earring I got told to take it up well on my third oh, no. day at Michael Page I had these big like 
Best thing they ever told me to do. Fake diamond earrings yeah. in there. Oh, and like cubic zirconias. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The big brass ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fully accessorized. So I walk into the thing and um, this area manager walks into into the shop and she's like, take those earrings out. I said, why? And she's like, because it's not part of the uniform policy. So I was like, you're wearing earrings. Oh, that's yeah, and I was like, you're wearing earrings. She's like, I'm a, I'm a woman, I'm allowed to wear earrings. I was like, not quite how it works, because it was a different time back then, Sean. Yeah. 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 I got rejected the first time I applied for Michael Page. Really? Um, because, and this is no lie, because I had a light grey suit on, and the old school director that I interviewed with did not like the light grey suit. Okay. I had stubble, which he was like, either shave it or grow a beard, you can't have both. I'm like, I don't, I don't think you understand the journey of growing a beard. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, my, and, my, and I quote, my black tie was too thin. This wasn't a fashion show. This wasn't the X Factor. Why was he dressed like that? <laughs> oh, God. What about my competencies? What about my sales ability or my understanding of the psychology of sales or B2B sales? And none of that mattered to him because he literally went, I can't put him in front of the client. Yeah. While he sat there in his pinstripe blue suit with his sky blue shirt and his yellow tie thinking he looked like an accountant. You're not going to a client. You, go, you know what I mean? You're, not going to, you, you're just going for an interview mm. where you believe this is great to type. Yeah, that's it. But that constructive feedback. <coughs> All right, so give me the job. I'll go mm. find your suit. Three years later, I get the job there. Yeah. And the first thing I did when we went to the, we went on like a little visit to like the London office and whatever, found the cunt, went over to him, and I went, you rejected <laughs> me three years ago based on what I was dressed like. <laughs> and he just looked at me and laughed, and he went, these things happen, and walked off, and I was just like, you bastard. Yeah, but fast forward, <laughs> fast forward a couple of years uh, after that, well, I, 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 Let's say last week. Last week I went out to, to go see a client and I had my Michael Sharma Group t-shirt on. I've got like a half Steve tattoo and I go there thinking, oh, it's a big corporate and blah, blah, blah. And, and they were exactly the same. Mm -hmm. there, was, there was nobody dressed in a suit. There was no. nobody dressed in any kind of business side. Yeah, because... Yeah, what, what, did it, yeah, what did it for me? Cause we used to, we tried the whole dressing smart in the office and that kind of thing, encouraging the guys to dress smart. Um, because it was ingrained in us, right? What, what did it for me was sort of, about three, maybe, yeah, three and a half years ago, we won this um, kind of tech client, right? This guy is a millionaire. Like, he has got more money than, like, we would even know what to do with. And I jump on a Zoom call with him, and there I am. And he's sat there in the same green hoodie that he's been wearing for three days. And he's like, yeah, just do this. Yeah, get me that. Great candidate there. That was brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, no worries. We need to renegotiate your rates. Or, uh, weirdly, he was like, I think we need to be paying you guys more because you're doing a better job. And I was like... Yeah, happy days. <laughs> and, and I got off the call and I was like, mate, if he can sit there, like in a hoodie and just not be asked and just go business, 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 I've given you half an hour of my, of my day. Let's just, I don't care what you look like. I don't care what you look like. I, I, I'm growing my hair out. I'm, you know, do you know what I mean? And like, I'm wearing hoodies. I don't care anymore. I don't, I, well, I, I can can't. You, can you I can't think what you, would have, what you would have been told if you had your hair this long? Could you imagine their face if yeah. I walked in with hair like this? Yeah, mate, honestly. Like, remember that time? Didn't you try and do the, the top knot thing? Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Once yeah, you were there, yeah. and they were like, "Mate, you're gonna have yeah. to do something with that." Yeah, they were like, "No, nah, you need to cut that off." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had it all like in a little man bun thing. Yeah, it was only a tiny little man bun, like a like, 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 baby onion, <laughs> like a pickled onion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stalk like it. Well. I remember working. <laughs> I remember working for a really small agency once, and I walked in in the blue suit, and 
that, that was the conversation from the MD for the whole day. I don't like music. I don't like music. I don't like music. I don't like music. It's, like, it's not bright blue. It's dark yeah, blue. Yeah. 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 Do you know, I think, but think about your personal branding, Mark. Yeah. Like, what yeah. will people think of you? <laughs> the, do you know, the thing is, though, like, uh, so I, I obviously come from a military background, right? So I, to a certain degree, I get it. Yeah. Right, because <coughs> if you're if you're kind of if that if you've got that bit ingrained in you where it's like no no what you're supposed to wear is X Y and Z, right? Yeah. You almost then have that element of I have more time to think about the actual job than I do of what I need to wear because then the, the issue you have is if you just thought about the 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 people that we had working at these big agencies, they were just all recruiters, right? So you're talking like pinstripe suits, hair slicked back, thinking they're Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. That's it. They're buying into that kind image, of ethos, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> which is fine, yeah. but you're not intelligent enough to work at Wall Street, which is why you work at, in recruitment, right? And then that's not to take anything away from people that work in recruitment, but let's be honest the barrier to entry into our industry is so low, so incredibly low that we pretend it's it, not. I get that. Oh, yeah, literally Listen, anybody my, and everybody, and just my first step into recruitment, work. it took me six interviews. And I still got rejected. I travelled up and down the country. I think that's because I recommended it. I think Mate, if you'd have replied, <laughs> if you'd have replied, no, not so mentioned me. I think you'd have got the job day one. <laughs> no, but I, so the first interview I had was in the car office, right? That went well. Second interview I had with the regional manager again. I think it was a car or the Leicester office, something like that. Yeah. Then they were like, right, now you need to go see the MD. So I was like, all right, Sam. So then I went to go see her in Nottingham. Then they were like, oh, we're just not sure. We're not sure. Had another interview with the regional manager in Leicester. Then they were like, yeah, okay, let's just, one more meeting with the MD. So then it was supposed to be in like Nottingham or Leeds or something. And then they were like, oh, no, no, she's in Manchester. Be, it was supposed to be Nottingham. And then they were like, oh, she's in Leeds. So you were prepping to go to Leeds. And then they rang you in the morning, didn't they? But like, actually, she's in Manchester today. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, all right, listen, just shall I start heading up north? And then when I get further up there, you go to the general direction of the north. Hotel somewhere in Leeds. Yeah, so I ended up going there and like, I had the meeting with her. And she was like, yeah, yeah, just I'm not sure, I'm not sure, blah, blah. And then in the end, there was, it was a rejection. I was like, all right, fine, whatever. Continued my journey in car sales. And then she called me again randomly, didn't she? Like yeah. around Christmas time. And she was like, look, we, we liked you before, and she goes, we did want to get you in, but um, we just didn't think it was the right time, because Nick had only just started, and I think there was another person that was just new yeah. as well. So she was like, but look, now we're a little bit more established, why don't you, why don't you come down? And I was like, is, is there any point? Because we already went through the journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, How many more thing. offices do you have that I need to go and visit before? <laughs> but it was the same thing again, wasn't it? So it was like, yeah, bounce around yeah. from office to office, like a flipping yeah. pinball, and um, got there, and again, I'm in front of the same MD, and she's just like, yeah, I'm just not sure. I'm like, listen, love. What do I need to do for to, for, yeah, for this? Yeah, to get, for, yeah. Yes, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, 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 you're you're worried about commitment, or that I'm going to be that I'm going to be moving on too quickly, right? But I followed you around what the entire they, country. What do they mean by that, though? Oh well, do you know what I mean? It's like you're allowed to job leave. for two or three years. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're not allowed to. No, no, no. You have to sit in an interview, pretend to your interviewer. Like, I'm years. Yeah, where yeah. do you see yourself in five years' time? In oh. exactly the same seat. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in ten years' time? Uh, maybe doing your job because I really want to work. We tell these guys upstairs all the time, right? We know you guys are going to move on. Yeah. We know that. We expect you to, and I'd be pretty pissed off if you didn't. Because if you're there here are, in six years' time, I want to know why. Yeah, yeah something's gone wrong. We haven't developed you in the right way. Yeah. You know what we want is while you're here, you're committed, you're working hard, and you're learning things. And what I want to do is in two or three years' time, go. I had this person start with us, and now look where they are. They're doing that. This person started with us, and they've gone on to do this. And have that like pride element of look, we've helped mould that because we didn't have that when we were we, when we were working for people. It was always, what do you mean you want to leave? And then the minute you hand your notice, and that's it, you're you're like scum of the earth. Oh, nobody talks yeah, to you. Yeah, you, you had to beg just for annual leave. Yeah, and even yeah. then, mate, I remember when when um, again at this agency that we were at, he went on paternity leave. Right? Yeah. 
And <laughs> after two weeks of paternity leave, he was like, mate, I want to have another week. I'm enjoying having some time off with, with like my, my, new, my new baby. And so he, he messages the uh, the manager and she comes over to me. She's like, what's, what's going on? Is he, is he leaving? Like, what are you talking? He's like, he's having an extra week off with his kid. <laughs> okay, but do you know if he leaves, are you going to leave as well? And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, seriously. Yes. <laughs> yeah, of course we are. In fact, actually, we were interviewed together. <laughs> I remember we, we interviewed we interviewed that, um, a couple of agencies before we ended up leaving there. And um, one of the interviewers, I went there. It was, a, it was an agency in Leamington. And um, really good guys, and, and enjoyed the conversation and stuff like that. And and it was actually one of those where I said to Nin, I was like, "This is probably going to be us in a few years' time." Mm. And um, I sat there, had a chat with these guys. They're really, really nice guys. And he was like, "You keep talking about like you and Nick, you and Nick. Like, is this a is this a package deal? Is it like, do we have to get him over for for, for us to get you over?" <laughs> and at first, I was giving the whole corporate, "Nah, nah, 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 nah. That's like, like, nah. Actually, yeah, yeah. That is how it's going to work. Yeah, because we we do come as a package. And, and again, that kind of leads me nicely onto the personal brand bit because. Our branding as a as a duo was was always so much more powerful than than our branding individually. Not to say that Nitin didn't have really great relationships with his clients, or I didn't have really great relationships with mine. But as a as a duo with all the clients that we worked with, it just worked so well. And what tended to happen is we we we're intelligent enough and don't have the ego to to kind of step back when we need to. So there are some clients. Who who love him and they're just like he's just that weird guy that he that, that has to come with him. Yeah. And but I'll accept that. Yeah. yeah, and I'll accept yeah, that. Like, yeah, I'll, yeah, listen, if it's putting money in my pocket, I don't care if I'm the weird yeah. guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's the same with Nick. Like there's some clients who just who just warm to me more than they do to him. And we were never of that of that kind of mindset. Even as Temp and Perm consultants, do you remember the younger battle between Temp and Perm consultants? We are. I used to <coughs> literally referee matches in my office yeah, between my Temp and Perm consultants, and, and it was always bloggers. Oh, she's turned into a twelve-week temp to perm, and, 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 and no, she's turned in from a twelve-week temp to perm into a perm position yeah. with, a, with a huge wee baby. And you're like, God, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, do you know how we resolve that? We we resolve that as. Sean, I'm struggling with this job. There's multiple agencies, blah, 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 but I think we can flip it. Temp. Get a temp in there, have the temp revenue, and when it goes perm, per revenue sits with me. That's a good idea, yeah. That, and, 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 but we took that to, to the, 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 the powers that be, and they were like, that's not really fair, is it? I was like, Who's that not fair on? Look at how many people are kicking up with each other. You've got consultants hiding jobs because they don't want the tempy jumping on. Whereas the reality is the temp consultant should be the one over all those perm jobs as long as that temp revenue is theirs, and then as soon as that perm fee is invoiced, it goes to the perm consultant. Mate, we, we had because it to that's a point. fair. We had because then what point. I would do is literally open my book out to him and be like, mate, I'm at final stage of these two. These I haven't even looked at. Get a temp in all of them because I, I haven't even chance to look at it yet. And I've got six dogs lined up that I've BD for that I know I'm picking up. Get temps in there. You get the temp rev, and then if they go perm, let's be honest, it's never a three weeks or four weeks, and then it goes perm. The temp tends to end up sticking for a lot longer than. Until six, the candidate, to, uh, yeah, until so the candidate yeah. kicks up and we're like, oh, I thought this was a perm job, and then oh, I've right, got them will make you perm, right? But at the same I'll time, the we, we had it the other way as well, where it was just like he would have, uh, uh, if I had an abundance of temps at some point, and yeah, he was yeah, he was yeah, running yeah. a lot of jobs, yeah. it was just like he, he was like, sure, man, I'm, I'm really struggling, I've got no pipeline. Yeah. And I'm like, well, actually, these three candidates here, they've been they've been temp for ages, so yeah, actually, they're probably ready to go perm. Yeah, I'll put the call in. Yeah, and it'd, it'd be a simple call to the client, which was, listen, these guys have been temp for for six months. How about we make them perm? And the client, nine times out of ten, the client was like, oh, bloody hell, they still temp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't realise it, do they? No. It's not their money, is it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but that, that's the kind of thing with, with kind of this whole personal brand 
But yes, because the personal brand is is kind of what what they call it. But actually, it's what you're doing for your client and your candidate, isn't it? Really, that that matters. But also, it, with when you see personal brand on LinkedIn, when you see people coming up with the big boys. They then try the personal brand route uh-huh. and fail drastically because it's, it's not because it's not like it's not natural. natural. No. Yeah, we're, they're, they're confined. They're confined because you know they're, they're still trying to find their feet. So, but I've noticed that recently. There's been, like I can think off the top of my head, I can think of three different people who've left big corporate. Who all of a sudden are now putting out pictures of their dog and the yes. pictures of them sat on the wherever they're sat. And the it's like start with selfies. <laughs> what's wrong with what's wrong with a good selfie, yeah. Mark? <laughs> Do you know what it is? I, I, I'll tell you what, we don't like it. Cool bit ugly, man. As it is. If we if we were good looking, if we were good looking and we were gonna get loads of people being like, oh very nice and lovely, <laughs> lovely picture, lovely happy birthday, and all that sort of stuff. Cheap shot, right? We would we, we are ugly. <laughs> That's why we don't do it. If we were good looking, we would no, leverage that. No, no, no good looking at the short, we would do it all the time. We would leverage it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, not, not everybody's blessed with. <laughs> no, but all of this. I don't think it's that. I think the generation of the late 1900s, we never had the cameras for us to be able to take selfies. That's true. We had we when had the, the old disposables that we were like yeah, this. Yeah, that's a good point. When was the last selfie you ever took? Accidentally, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we over the camera. Like, <laughs> take, the only time I'm in a selfie is when, like, my, my missus or, like, yeah, 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 yeah. or like, my, we don't do it, we don't feel comfortable with it. So, uh, I went for, went for lunch with a, with a friend of mine a couple of weeks back, and uh, she took a selfie of us. And I was like, What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you do? What's the face? Yeah, yeah. I'm quite happy to like record on camera, yeah, do stuff. But, but be natural, yeah, but that's I'm, not natural. I'm, not. I'm, I'm, I'm that's, fully that's, just, that's I, I've embraced point. duck face. I've just fully, like, I just, I accept that I was being business. I think I stopped being a thing in like 2009, though. <laughs> I, I but just, last podcast, you were I, talking about fax machines. Don't talk to me about 2009. I just saw them taking out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a bit true, isn't it? Because like, we, we, we've come from a time where we had disposable cameras and stuff like that, or when we used to go out, do you remember the days of digital cameras? You have to take a digital camera out with you. Yeah. And then you, you look at the memory card, there's not loads around the pictures. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the thing is, if you're, if you're like, we, we take advantage of what we know is going to work, right? We, we put things out, either whether it's content, blogs, blah, 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 to, that we know are going to tickle the algorithm in the right way, tag the right type of people, it's going to go out there. That same mentality applies to those that do take the selfies or the picture of the dog or the nice lunch. It, it's the same thing. They're just they're, they're using what they're what they're good at yeah. to gain the traction. Now let's be honest. If of those four thousand likes, three and a half thousand of those are creepy men yeah. that aren't going to buy from you, fine. But there's still five hundred that aren't creepy men well, that are, are, are going to immediately associate you with that brand of yeah. in recruitment or sales, SDR, BDR, whatever, whatever it is you do. But do you know what I mean? It, but does it though? Because I, I, this is my argument towards this. Because I've done the, the the soulless post that got thousands of likes and hundreds of thousands, if not half a million uh, mm. you know, views. Yeah, yeah. zero's come from that. No one's come to me with business. Right. So, so, no so this is this is the, this is the thing, isn't it? Between direct sales and uh, like direct sales and direct said, marketing, yeah. right? And then when you do a post that's a little bit more kind of towards the grain of what you do. Mm-hmm. You get people commentative, yeah, 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 
Um, and <laughs> God, where's this going? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she basically was lonely. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, so this old lady. <laughs> we don't get these vocals. We're all. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. No, so she she called and she's like, look, my my fella's a, a an accountant. So, so her husband of however many years is an accountant. And he got made redundant from, was it like the National Audit Office or something like that? So like super, super yeah. public sector. Job for life kind of Yeah, thing, right? like he'd been there like a million and a half years or something like that. And yeah. got made redundant and like he's really struggling to get out of the market. And then she just like giving me the whole thing and just started crying. And I'm like, and this phone calls at like half seven at night. At a time when I think me and you had not mm -hmm. long set up. So every phone call on the phone. was important. Yeah, 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 yeah. You had to take it, yeah. right? So, on, yeah. yeah, so I'm like, I've got screaming kids in the background and I'm like, oh my God, that's so terrible. And... I just, off the back of it, I was just like, all right, let me just put a little post on LinkedIn. I'll see if I can help the guy out, right? So I was just like, look, LinkedIn, let, let's kind of all get together here because I've got I've had this lady crying, pulled up my heartstrings, blah, blah, blah. Anybody who wants to interview this candidate, agency, hiring manager, whatever, sure. let's just, yeah, yeah just, just get in touch with me. I'll send the details over. And off the back of that, um, look, there's no fee from my side. It's just, I just want to help this guy out because I can't have old ladies crying to me on a Friday night. Right? <laughs> and the thing, the thing took off. But we'll clip that. <laughs> yeah. So, but the the thing took off, and off the back of that, we ended up with what two PSLs, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we ended up with so many like yeah, so many talent acquisition people. Yeah, do you know? In terms of this was this was nearly kind of what five years ago, right? Because since then, that shit happens all the yeah. time. Yeah. Well, that's that like yeah, that's that turned the into but, the. But that was the thing. It was such a weird infancy. Yeah, anything that looked different. Yeah, got attention. This is it, and now you're looking for more different. It's all cyclical, <laughs> though, isn't it? Because yeah, because now what's the what what the oh this goes viral thing is oh I'm going to write about how I get up at this time and then I do this and then I do this and here's a picture funny. of me and my dog. Did you see the other day when somebody put that up there and it was like send me a number? I'm going to call you at half four in the morning. <laughs> 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 Go and delete this post. Delete this record. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, you've got to change your life. And I was like, I'll tell you what, send me your number. I'll call you at half four yeah. in the morning. Let's see if you're right. I did. I did a post to COVID where I said, you know, these big boys are going to make loads of redundancies. Mm -hmm. Big agencies are going to make loads of redundancies. And, and I'll, I'll tell you what happened after this post. It went viral, by the way. It was yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. I remember really the post. Remember, disappeared off LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't. I can't find it to this day. It had over a million views at one point. I had messages. I couldn't keep up with messages. But I had messages from the named agencies I put in that mm -hmm. post saying, "We're not making redundancies." And then a week later. <laughs> All of them were making it. Even some of the people in messages, which is weird. Like, listen, I'm just like I'm just a guy sat in Tamworth writing, yeah. writing about you. Like, why do you, you care? Yeah, yeah, what the fuck do you because care? Because it got a million views. Yeah. Because it got so much yeah, traction. Yeah, yeah. Because it got all that. But, and off the back of that, the, the clients to some of these companies that were making huge redundancies were messaging me saying, "Do you want some work next year when we start recruiting?" Well, this but again that, that, that whole personal brand piece because when you would have left your your big agencies and even even the smaller ones there would have been that, that, that voice same as what, what it was with, with us and i remember we we'd not been going long maybe about three or four months right and we had this um we had this relatively mid-level kind of credit analyst role and <laughs> oh, no, we have flashbacks. Oh, mate, honestly, this is hilarious. Right? So, so we had the, the MD of our business using her work email address, messaged our little chatbot thing. Yeah, not realising that I can go into the back end of WordPress and see who sent the message. Yes. And so, it was like her initial and yeah. her surname. And she was like, and her work email address. Can you like, tell me more about this job? You are a moron. And we, we look at it and we're like, 
Okay, firstly, we're not a big enough agency at this point for anybody to go onto our website. Yeah, nobody's using our chatbot. Yeah. yeah, nobody's using it, right? So where it is using Yeah, from the UK. No, exactly, right? So then, so straight off the bat, screenshot onto LinkedIn. Look at look at how hilarious this is, right? Here's now um, a a business who is global. Do you know what I mean? Like we're talking footsie, right? Yeah. And and you're worried about little old Nick and Sean. Who who have got this little rinky dink tin pot agency yeah. that that remember they called yeah, it the yeah. tin pot agency yeah record it yeah tin yeah pot agency. I, I found it as well I've had I've had the I've had to block some people with it every day looking at my profile why are you looking at my profile every day and it's the people you've worked with and, you, and when I first set up as well just for about two or three years I had to block them. I do entire business. Grab a, so. grab a video of you walking in just a towel past the camera and go, like, what you see, speak up. Just, <laughs> just keep sending that to all. Like, every time they do it. And you're like, what you say, speak up. It'll just get a creep. It's bad though, isn't it? Because you, you look at it and you, th and, and you think, you were not promoting the, the idea of, of having an individual and them having their personal brand yeah. because you wanted it to be very much no. corporate, total yeah, 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 corporate yeah, yeah, yeah. line. Yeah. But when they've gone out and done it for themselves and they are using their individual brand, all of a sudden you're trying to do whatever you can to sabotage that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. we, we have that mindset. There's, and and you're, you're the same as us. Like There's enough recruitment to go around for all of the guys that are in recruitment. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We have conversations sometimes about... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're throwing jobs back and forth to each other. Yeah. We, we filled a couple of jobs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's just how it... Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? Like, but, do you remember we were on about setting up that consortium? Oh, should we tell the people about this? Was, yeah, that was, was a good idea. That was a good idea. But that, 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 that whole thing was on, on sort of personal brand as well, because again, there was a few people that we spoke to who were just, who were like, yeah, nah, but my sort of branding is, is what I'm, what I'm quite, because you were, you were obviously, you had your own branding anyway, and that, that was already out there. There was a couple of people that we spoke to who were just like, yeah, but just what's in it for me, and what's, what's my it branding? It wasn't about that though, was it? For us, it, it was about moving, like, you took a package of work and there's a lot of engineering jobs you couldn't deal with. It's like, who could deal with this? And, you already, if we had branded that, not branded, uh, a presentation of, yeah. oh, let's bring Mark yeah. into this. Or this, this, is a, this is a group of individual businesses. If you look at recruitment entrepreneurs, you know the, the James Khan investment thing? Yes, I'm aware of it. Yeah. 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 So they, they've got that. So we, 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 we got a call from them a couple of times. And then we end up going out to their, their offices and seeing it. I mean, they've got a proper big, yeah, swanky, great, great like, yeah, really yeah. nice, swanky cell. It's a good cell as well. It right? is. Mm -hmm. off but the point is, though, for, for us, because they we were one of the first ones that were trying to set up in the Midlands, weren't we? Yeah. yeah, and, we were, yeah. and they were on about, look, we'll get you set up in Cornwall Road. And we were like, well, we're in Coventry. We don't want to be in Birmingham. <laughs> but we can go to Birmingham. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Then they were like, but then we'll bring in a, an IT business and we'll bring in a HR one and an engineering and blah, blah, blah. And then you guys can all pass jobs between yourselves. And then we talked to each other and we're like, that is basically recruitment entrepreneur, that, that, oh, sorry, recruitment consortium that we were trying to yeah. sort of trying to look at in the past. Because I suppose for us, the end goal was always going to be, let's just get a communal well, office and we can all just sit there. And I, what we, I think we were trying to go for the bigger jobs as well. The, the, yeah, the, try and get on with the grid, JLR, and yeah. so on and so forth. That was the Tartar and stuff like that. Yeah, but look, I think the underlying issue is always though that, that recruiters just don't trust recruiters. Yeah, they just because because of the. So many of them start off in that big corporate world. And they, Where is Doggy Dog? Yeah, well, Doggy Dog is promoted. Doggy Dog against yourself. Like you're arguing with like the engineering army of your business because they've done this and they've done that and blah blah blah. Like it's so like competitive within the ranks that they come out and they're like, I hate, I hate other recruiters and like you know you 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 you're trained and bred to not like, just yeah. growl at and the other recruiter. Skeptical of yeah. other agents. That's it. And it took us a while as well to get out of that mentality because. But then you, you set up things like the recruiter's arms where, you know, actually you, you get in and you look at it and you think, this is just a bunch of like-minded people, man. They're, they're, all they're trying to do is do what we're doing, which is make a living, 
grow their business and have a laugh. And there's still a group of people that do that. And we still, we talk very frankly in there as well. So if anyone doesn't know what the Recruiter's Arms is, uh, well, 2018 I think it was, it was uh, Tim Chow, I mean, Josh Harrison, who remembers Josh? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's coming on to this. I'm a guy called shit. Really? Yeah, I, yeah, I did yeah, a podcast yeah, with him many, many years ago. He's a really, he is a genuinely nice guy. Uh, I'm going to go on record and say I think you'll know Sean. Josh, don't. Yeah. He commented on my, on my post the other week. Yeah, he's back now. He yeah. does the rounds every now and then, and then just sort of gets nice bored guy. and disappears. He's, he's a nice guy. Impersonally, he's a really nice guy. And in, in LinkedIn land, I think he just gets a lot of trolls. And I think that winds him up. But that's my personal th- But I also think he enjoys yeah. trolling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who doesn't? That's fun. Um, so, yeah, so the recruits are. So, we said it every years ago. Obviously, these guys all went off and did their own thing, and I kind of just. Obtained the rights to it, obtained the <laughs> bought it off Tim basically, bought the website. It was bequeathed to you. <laughs> and, uh, and we still have this Discord group, but we've sort of still got our LinkedIn side of it as well. So, but at the moment, in the background, I'm looking at growing it again and doing something else with it and changing it. But it was always going to be a not for profit or, or no charge to recruiters where people come in and talk about their problems. But even that's a hard sell, right? RecTools is free. RecTools cost nothing to anybody. We get some great traffic, but I get so many people like, yeah, so I'll bet your product of the week's are giving you kickbacks. So no, yeah. no. Do you want to know the truth? RecTools is funded for by our recruitment business. Yeah. That's that. It makes no I, money whatsoever. That's the same with the that will continue to make no money yeah. whatsoever. And then people just don't get it. They're like, that doesn't sound very recruitery. I'm like, yeah, no, that's right. Well, well, it doesn't need to be that recruitery. Entrepreneurially. <laughs> do you know, do you know what, where, where RecTools was born from, right? We were looking at so many different... Like, unless we went to an expo, we wouldn't know what was out in the market. Yeah. So for us, it was a case of, right, let's create an online expo that is available every single day of the week. And that's what it was. If I want to find a CRM, I'll just jump on direct tools and look yeah. for a CRM. Whereas before, when we were moving between CRMs, it was like, God, what, what, what? remember that one at the expo? Which one was it? Oh, there was this one. There was that yeah, one. Yeah, it was like Vinkiri or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let <laughs> yeah. me Google it. No, it doesn't come up. Oh, that's got bad reviews. Oh, <laughs> let me ask Mark, what do you use? Oh, I use the Soho. Nah, it's not going to write for us, though, because we need to make bigger. Oh, what are we going to do? And then you whack it on LinkedIn, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, you hey, got, you got have you looked at mine? And you're like, who the fuck are you? Where did you come from? Yeah. Like, and then you drawers, and the heads are popping out. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're, CRM. And like, you're just sitting there one Friday afternoon, your phone's going, oh, that's that company. Yeah. And it's like, hi there, I'm going to sell you my CRM. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. that voice? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it gives you the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we integrate with everything. So do they all. So you integrate with Zapier. Not Zapier. But yeah, that's a, yeah. But that's, people just that's don't buy it. They just they struggle to. But then the, I suppose the other side of it is those that were using recruiters arms because I was in the Discord group a little while and stuff, and and I found it extremely distracting. I had to leave it again because I was like, that I, is I one find of the way too much issues with yeah, it. Is it that just, I try to I, and it's great. And it goes quiet for most of the day, which yeah. is fantastic. And then it picks up near the end yeah, of the yeah. day. And so, it's, it's almost great. like something hits the news and it's like. Yeah. Blah, 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 and at the time it was like Brexit and all that sort of shit. And and like I found it required. You know. Doherty's, what's it, um, little WhatsApp group. I just stick it on oh, mute. I don't because... talk to about that. Oh, I've, I've left it. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got no friends to him. There's nothing about him or anything. No, I but just, just can't keep up with it. I, I got, yeah, kicked, I got kicked out. Yeah. Did you? I got kicked out. Oh. Because I spoke about Rectals. Oh, good on you. And because Rectwired haven't got an agreement with Rectals, I, I don't pay them a bunch of money. Oh. I can't plug my shit. And, and you'll notice in that WhatsApp group, and it's not just him, it's with... It's the same with the, I think it's the Canaries. Uh, it's the same with. So is that Kate? Is it Kate, Kate Green? Green. Yeah, yeah she kicked me out of a Facebook group. 
Because, again, people were asking about, anyone know any decent CRMs? And I thought, oh, hey, yeah, check out RevTools. There's 87 CRMs on there, all, all reviewed by peers, yeah. with genuine reviews that have been verified, doesn't cost you anything to have a look at them, help yourselves. And she's gone, yeah, but, you know, we haven't really got a commercial agreement. I said, hey, there's a fucking commercial agreement to make. It's a free fucking resource. Well, what's the problem? And it was the same with, with, with the, um, it wasn't even Dwarter that gave me the courtesy of messaging me. It was one of his little cronies. And they're like, you know, we've deleted that post, and if you do it again, then we'll have to remove you from the group. And I was like, so remove me from the fucking group then. Yeah. Like, this this whole shit of, I'm only going to plug shit that pays me. Well, like, this is the, this is the it's thing. It's a pod, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. That sort of stuff. I hate that sort of stuff. because. But then that's what's wrong with, like, LinkedIn and the recruitment world is, everybody's got this, like, what's in it for me then? What's in it for me then? And what I found with the recruiters' arms was actually everybody in there. I was like, "Oh, there are people like me. There are people who just like genuinely there is just in enjoy the, the bants." You know what I mean? Yeah, enjoying the banter. It's it's like having an office, a virtual office yeah. where you talk shit. Yeah, but, but mostly about the problem. Do you know issues. the thing is though that that comes down to that kind of the, the Simon Sinek book of starts with why, where it's like you. Why did we start Rectums? It wasn't because we were trying to make profit. It wasn't because we were trying to turn it into a thing. We started it because, as recruitment business yeah, owners, we, found we, estab- in the market. Yeah, yeah. we established that if we wanted to go to my century to find a load of stuff, we can't yeah. do it. Yeah. And therefore, we created it. Same with, with like, Rec Dev. I mean, we've, we've got people have reached out, though, for Rec yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, can we, can we put together, like, a commercial agreement where, you know, you recommend our stuff over others and, like, you push a bit. And I'm just like, no. Like, no. Do you know, I don't want to do that. Do you know what you about, uh, like, where's the money in? I, I never forget uh, a manager from a recruitment business. And I'm trying to remember which company it was to give you an idea. You wouldn't of say it anyway. I wouldn't say the name, but I'll give you an idea. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a medium-sized recruitment business based in Birmingham with only one site. So it doesn't really help. Search them. consultancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, I, I, I never forget this message. If I could dig it out, I'll send it to you. I never forget this message. He basically said to me, where the fuck is money in making videos? You're wasting your time. And I'm like, okay. why did that bother him so much? Yeah. Like, as if you're, as if you're paying you. <laughs> it's not even like your friend, or anything. It's just like, he's just going making money. Like, oh, fucking idiot. Where do you get that motion within yourself to go on your computer <laughs> yeah. and yeah. send yeah. that type of message yeah, about someone else's bottle to do that? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, so tell this to a few people, and I said, hey, he's either mentally ill, really jealous of what you're trying to achieve, and then I asked myself, where is he now? Actually, yeah. it's like. Where is he now? It's nowhere on the on LinkedIn, right? Probably have a nervous breakdown. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you caused a nervous breakdown, Mark. But that that's like it's bad, isn't it? People get so pent up about like, oh yeah. my god, you're you're doing this. But do you know why? Because what will probably happen is he'd probably have consultants who who are working for him that are sitting there going, Why can't we do videos? Why can't, yeah, yeah why can't we do that? I had that with Jack I had that with Jack Manus. So before Jack moved to Matchmaker it was you a, mean, uh, it was a, you mean Jack commenting for each one? Yeah, comment, yeah, commenting for each. Yes, yeah, yeah, great guy, great guy. So, um, yeah, so he was working at an agency, uh, Ven Group. Oh, I remember. Uh, it was Ven Group, right? Yeah. No, 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 it wasn't. It was no. after Ven Group. I'm sure it was Where then, because Ryan was still there. No, 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 it was that one <laughs> that he moved to before he set up where he is now. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, quite, I will confirm. But, so, she... Pull up... Jack McManus is LinkedIn. So, so, so Jack put out something like recruiting for a credit controller in, in Wolverhampton, blah, 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 blah. You know, reaching out to my network for this. Yeah. So I comment for the week. Okay? <laughs> no, it might be different Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, Jack, my son's called Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
And, and so I commented on it going, and for those not interested in Jack's vacancies, I too am looking for a credit controller in this area of going well, like this. So reaching out to Jack's network for, for um, yeah, people yeah, interested. Yeah. He messages me. Woodrow. Woodrow Mercer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he messages me and goes, mate, that is hilarious. Like, that was really funny. I was like, you don't mind, dear. And he's like, no, no, no. I, I, get, I get what you guys are about. This is the sort of shit you do. I find it engaging and funny. It's really funny. But that post was engaging, though, because yeah. people were coming in like, because well, yeah, people find it funny. But then, you know, they got... And then, like, hey, they're, 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 not, they're, not, they're not even in the same team. They're competitors. What's going on? Like, you know, ha, ha, ha. I get a message from <clears throat> my old manager who was working there at the time saying, mate, he's kicking off in the office. What? Jack's just been pulled into a meeting. And he's being bollocked at because you put that on and, and they're telling him to delete it and he won't delete it. And then I get a message from from like what some girl, yeah. like divisional manager or some bullshit saying, I think it's highly unprofessional what you th- what you're doing, blah blah blah. Like, you know, it, it's just stupid and disgraceful. Yeah. And I was just like, You're like a few of those yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I was just like, like yeah. you just you've missed it completely, haven't you? But like, the point is though, don't don't put anything out on social if you're if you're not prepared <clears> for the backlash. I had it recently. Everything with, everything is is yeah, so, uh, I had a pretty a pretty um Pretty, no, nah, well, not famous, but he's he's known he's known in the LinkedIn world um, in terms of marketing, uh, like recruitment and stuff like that, right? And he put something out where he he name dropped a a candidate in his post and but like, listen, oh, I'm trying yeah. to get hold of you for fucking ages, and you're um, like, <laughs> I've got the job that's that's perfect for it you. It was very fifty fifty. I thought it was really funny. Yeah. Um, if he had a good, if he knew enough about the, the candidate to know that the candidate would like it, yeah. Someone was like, that's a bit of fucking shit. <laughs> but but uh, it wasn't that I thought it was shit. It was just like, all right, if you're going to put something as sat- as like as kind of dry as that, yeah, yeah, prepare for the podcast that comes with it. And, I, and I, I tagged the candidate in, and I was like, pure Jeffrey Dahm vibes here, love. Don't, <laughs> don't get in touch with him. And and it was meant in exactly the same way that he put the post out, which is just like, listen, this is going to land either really funny or, or, or yeah. not. So I, I said that, I was like, pure Jeffrey Dahm vibes. And I get an immediate DM like, Mate, comparing me to a, 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 a like a paedophile serial killer just isn't on. And I'm like, if I called you a dickhead, that that people wouldn't automatically think, ah, oh, that guy must have a penis on his head. People people said it. Yeah. 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 Nobody's reading this message going, that oh guy's a serial God. killer. Oh, he's, he's a serial killer. But this one was like, nobody's reading that thinking you're a serial killer, right? It's like chill out. Either that was a really good serial killer, and that was fucking. Well, yeah, I mean... Yeah, well, you didn't say that. You was like, oh, have I touched a nerve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like, have I touched a nerve? Well, it'll be too close to the truth or something. And then he was like, don't try and be smart about it. I was like, listen, mate, chill out. Nobody thinks you're a serial killer. I'm sure you're fine. Yeah, and if anyone does approach you on that, just forward them to me and I'll clear it you want Yeah, in the end, he ended up taking the post down anyway, didn't he? Yeah, Because it was actually, like, damaging to his personal brand. Because loads of people were like, no, you're the dickhead that did that. That was out of order. But sometimes it goes in their favour as well. Remember that girl that did a BD call that jumped in the sea? There's a video. Yeah, she was like, "How long was this?" Oh, years ago. Four or five years ago. Yeah, it was years ago. Oh, maybe three years ago. So she, she was like, "Hey, Joe Blogs, I've been trying to get hold of you for the last three months. Um, and this is my name. This is where I work for." And then she just jumps in the seat. Was it a very attractive girl? Don't get me wrong. Was she? Was it an umbrella company or something? I can't remember what. She was a recruiter. She was a recruiter. Yeah, I thought it was an umbrella company trying to reach a recruiter or something like that. Off the back of that, there was loads of people commenting on it, and I did a video of me basically searching for swimwear. Sorry, it's like DD swimwear. (laughs) 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 Anyway, at the end of it, she said after 
loads and loads of people commenting and loads of people doing parodies and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. The guy can't reach out. But so it, it's, 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 <laughs> I did it. Do you remember that time? Like when um, when I, I wrote an advert and I, I tagged Mitch Sullivan into it, right? And I know. Yeah. So I, I tagged Mitch <laughs> into it and I was like, Go on then, Mitch. Take this advert part because yeah, this is the time. point where he was he was taking job adverts and, <coughs> and he was just shredding them, putting them on his putting them on his his page and going, look at the ridiculousness here and blah blah blah. So I, I then put this advert out and it was a decent enough advert. Um, and I, I tagged Mitch Sullivan into it and I was like, go on then, Mitch. I dare you to tear this one apart. Just goading him into it, right? Knowing that all of the Mitch Sullivan brigade is going to come in and they're going to start commenting about what about. What <laughs> but they're all like, well, "What about me? Can I? Can I tag it?" I was like, go, "Go for it! Go for it! Engage!" And everybody was tearing it apart, and they, and they were all going through it. And what they didn't realise was there were so many accounts and finance recruiters in there commenting on it, showing people the advert. And there you go. And, the, and there you go. this is this is where people need to understand that. But Mitch picked up on that because I remember Mitch was saying, "Oh, he's very." I think he picked up on with him, and he, yeah. and he went, and he's, he, he was like, he knows how that was very, uh, very, very cleverly done. Yeah, he knows like, how they were all just sharing your post for you. Yeah. And we're like, uh huh, uh huh, we're not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing, because a lot of like, it's marketing, baby! <laughs> and, and this is it. it, it, it it's knowing how to play the system in, in, in a way, but there were so many, and what they thought they were really getting to me by, by like tearing the advert apart. I was like, well, I don't care how shit the advert is or not, right? But, but you, did you really write a shit advert or did you write the best? No, no, he, 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 he wrote a genuinely good advert. No. A lot of them were scraping the barrel, yeah. like really scraping the barrel, right? Even Mitch, and when he like, called me, he was like, actually, to be it's fair, he, was like, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, he goes, there, there can be improvements put onto it, but he goes, it's not all in, it's not a bad advert. And that, if you ever do a Mitch Sullivan's course, I found it not about writing better adverts, I found it about having the confidence to write better. Wait, so and, do you know, that's my, my adverts, so at, at one point, because we, we now use um, use Ad Builder um, for all of our guys, I'm saying, just save them a bunch of time, just put in a bunch of details and it's, it's not it's not that expensive. Plug there for Ad Builder, guys. Um, <laughs> put the job advert uh, tools are available. Put the price up on the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, 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 just put, put, put Ad Builder apparently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's great rectal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but before before we were at, uh, on Ad Builder, I was get, I was really getting into the creative writing thing. I mean, yeah. one of my adverts featured a fucking a platypus, Beyonce, and something else, and that got loads of attention. And people were just like the people were calling in at that time, weren't they? Because we were at the old office. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were like, oh, so you're really creative advert. I remember like thinking at the time, like, this just isn't sustainable. Like you, you can't sit there and like blast out these sorts of adverts all it's, day it long. It's difficult. It's, it's I've, had, hard. I've had people phone me up and say that advert talk to me, and I was yeah. like. That's how I wrote it. Yeah, but this is and, it. And that's, but that it takes an hour, an hour and a half of. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know what the job is, but mm. you know, you're sitting in front of a machine for eight hours a day. How? What can I say? Here? Have you got a good book? <laughs> <laughs> how comfy is your chair? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lighting in your office. And you do go down that kind of route, right? Sometimes. Like and it is like you, you enjoy it. has got me to do that though, by the way. He's mm. given me that thought, right? You don't have to do it like this, Mark. You can do it like this. It's funny, I've never heard anyone say anything bad about his course. It, like, it, it is it, really good. I, I will admit. Look, the guy, the guy's if clearly you talented. Mark, you this now? <laughs> <laughs> the, guy, the guy's clearly good at what he does, right? Yeah. And, and my, my only objection, and we've invited him onto the podcast, so um, oh, Mitch, the, yeah. the, the, the gauntlet's out there for you, mate. So. Um, but, gonna snip this bit. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the, the thing for me is like. My, my thought process is, if somebody wants to apply for a job, right, they're going to apply for it regardless. It doesn't matter what the advert says. If the salary, the location, and the general gist of the jobs, what they want to do, they'll apply. Yeah. And I just, you do, 
when you write a creative advert, you do speak to a a very small minutia of candidates who will only apply for a job that is really speaking to them. Yeah. But well, where, where Mitch comes from and how he kind of says it, well, this is from my from my kind of words, is uh, there are a lot of passive people looking at jobs at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They are looking for that next thing. Um, when they pass through hundreds of these jobs, they will find a job that you have written, that you've had some energy into writing, but that <coughs> says something slightly different to all the others that make them go, Actually, I'm going to have a chat with Sean about that. Let's see what but what's the first about. thing they look at before they even get to that advert? Salary, obviously, yeah. Salary or well, title location. location. Because that's the header. It doesn't give you, yeah, when, you, when you're on turtle jobs or oh, yeah. or whatever. And that's the problematic just, issue with it, yeah, yeah. yeah. But when you, you could take that and put it onto LinkedIn or put it into social media yeah. world and you could sell it the way yeah. you, it should be sold in my hand. You look at, you've got Will coming on soon, you? Will Grassops. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? I did a podcast with an awesome guy. You look at what he's done with his business and how they're selling their jobs mm. now. It's very personal. It's like, oh, I know who I'm speaking to. Right? Yeah. I can visually see that guy. Now. And that brings in a different type of car. That's almost where I thought you were going to end up in that sort of space. Where, do you know, like, because when you were doing your videos, your videos were always so well edited and really creative. And I used to love the bloopers and stuff like that. They were hilarious. <laughs> the bloopers are great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But my, my thought was like, because I always said to you, it's like, I think. Where Mark is probably going to end up going is just advertise his jobs in that in that platform in that format. I tried, it didn't work. No. I don't know what it is about engineers and kind of the manufacturing world. It's not quite there yet in that kind of way of doing. They they will look at Indeed and they look at jobs like Read and my website and mm -hmm. LinkedIn and they'll trawl through it. But they're still. I think visually, I don't think they're quite there. In advertising jobs, I think they like to read about things because analytic guides anyway, and they like to kind of process that information, yeah, then yeah. come back to it. Whereas if you're, I, I don't know what accountants are like, but if you're definitely for a salesperson, a video was like, oh, that's quite appealing. There's a little chat. So we we when the video, so after the first lockdown, we were in here, weren't we? And um, that's when we officially moved to this office. And at that time, what was that? What was that site we used to use? Um, it was like an Odro thing, but it was just. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Soapbox or Loom. Loom yeah. yeah, Soapbox, that was it. Yeah, soapbox. soapbox. So we used to, yeah, we used to use Soapbox, and I used to just do a load of video VD, and I'd just put yeah. out a, hey, look, I know that you guys were good for this, blah, blah, and I'd just send that out. And the accounts responded to that relatively well, because it was slightly yeah. different. However, if you look at, like, the, so we've got the guys in warehouse, construction, and engineering, and all that sort of stuff, they just don't take to it. There's a story about that, by the way. Another reason why I didn't do it, I got... Uh, sent by an engineering manager one of my clients a video that had been sent by a booming based recruitment when they did this I don't know what or whatever it was video to them and he said this is fucking awful this is terrible look at look, he said, like there's people in the background picking their nose and you know <laughs> just chatting away yeah you, you've got you've got to like look at production quality yeah before. this this is the problem that I have with the the, the sort of the video tech that's out there I, I drove I had a couple of demos of so it's a great piece of kit yeah but if you're not naturally good on camera, and if you're not naturally like an eloquent person with how you like pronounce yeah. things and enunciate, it looks dreadful. I, Especially if you've got like the blur in the background, there's still people walking past it just about to get back in, you know, get in the scene and then go off again and stuff. You can't because you can't stop people from doing it. Well, you know it's like some recruitment offices as well. People are shouting and swearing. Yeah, and I've met some people slam a phone down, going, "Ah, oh, you effing You know, yeah. and, and 
So give me a call. Yeah, you can re-record it and everything like that. But there's sometimes you're so focused you don't pick up on people. The, the, the key is what, what everyone's trying to do is the differentiation factor, right? Because but by doing that, just, they're making themselves the same as everybody else. No, but this is right. But but that happens though. That happens over time because there was there was one person at some point on YouTube and went like don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah. And somebody heard that and went, that's fucking brilliant. I'm going to use that. <laughs> and then everybody starts using it. And now most most influencer YouTube videos end with, oh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah. And then I mean, Stephen Bartlett mentions it in his, in his talk where he's just like, you've got to change your call to action. You've got to be dif different because if you say the same shit, it just it becomes background noise to everybody. And that, uh, that for me is what, what happened with video content on LinkedIn. It just became background noise. People, people were switching off. The, I remember videos were circulating like, here's how you turn off the autoplay on the videos because I know everybody's getting annoyed with them. And you scroll through and every time it's a different recruiter telling them about a fantastic opportunity that they've got as a purchase ledger clerk. And you're like, fucking what is going on? Here? I wanted to um, take my video and podcast, in a, in a, it may still happen actually, into a direction where I take it to the client's mm -hmm. um, offices and I record. Go on the road. Yeah. Basically, I recruit a video for uh, it's very hard to do. You won't believe about people don't want to do it. People aren't comfortable in front of the camera. I've had, well, I've had three guests. So we, we booked in 10 uh, that grew to 15 over this weekend. I've had three pull out because they've thought about it and they're just not comfortable in front of the camera. Exactly. And, they're like, and they're pull out goes really strong. And they're pull out goes really strong. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, whenever I did podcast, there was, there was, I think I booked around the similar amount. Yeah, people, people, but I've had record and then pull up after recording because they just don't think they come across well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you watch it go. Yeah. Everyone comes yeah. once you get going in the conversation. We're a shit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care what we look like, what we sound like. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, still cheap shot again. You know, <laughs> my first proper like this type of podcast, I travel all the way down to London to meet mm. uh, Antonio. From Antonio Talks, but we did a, a recruitment website where yeah, we did recruitment agents. Good Winnie or something. Good, like yeah, that. I apologize, Antonio. Yeah. You probably watched this. Lovely guy, went Leo there. or something else. And yeah, something that's else. It, yeah. yeah. I can't keep track of what that guy and, does. And, and I, I don't know what he does. I went to no a, a lovely. Yeah. Is that not offensive? A lovely office in London because <laughs> I said no offense. <laughs> and that was my first kind of proper, yeah. proper podcast. And it is daunting. I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Doing a proper face-to-face -face podcast. Well, we thought about that when we when we when we shot the pilot. We were like, how do we come across? What do we do? And then once we got going, similar to this, once we got going, it was just like it's just a conversation with me, really, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. How I explained it was because my wife was saying she was. Like, well, you've had no formal training, then how are you going to do it? But I was like, listen, Chloe, me and Sean have made a living out of going to like a client meeting, yes, and be it a CFO, a CTO, a CMO, be it somebody who's into golf, somebody who's into cycling, somebody who's into cats, and make a fucking meeting happen for an hour where we've both been engaging and talking yeah, about. Come if on, I yeah. can't do that with people that I know that are in our industry that I like, well, then like something's wrong. Well, yeah. those comics we used to go out like for meals with their friends and stuff like that. And I just sat there chatting to an old guy that I'd never met before. And I'd be having this really engaging. Yeah. yeah. And my mother goes, God, you can talk to anyone, can't you? It's like, yeah. this is recruitment. <laughs> yeah, this, this is what we do. This is what I do for a living. Yeah. My wife says this all the time. She's like, Bill, tell me about your life. And this is where we're naturally going to. Yeah. 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 Podcast. I think it's an actual thing. For this Mark Morris says to me, she's like, you can have a conversation in a dark room by yourself, right? I'm like, yeah, I do. yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the time. <laughs> but this is it, though, isn't it? It's just, I think it's, it's a level of kind of, for me, genuine.
genuine curiosity as to kind of what's going on with people. And, and what yeah, I find like. people fascinated. If, yeah. if you have to capture what a recruiter is, I think it's that personality, yeah. isn't it? Really, yeah. it, it is that being able to. But that's what makes a really great recruiter, though, isn't it? I mean, like. Not you you know, do it. No, you know more about your candidates than what, let's say, the other agencies that the ones yeah. working with. Or you know, yeah, yeah. like I, I, I've got clients where we, I, I've had conversations with their kids. Do you know what I mean? Like she's been in the car, she's like, oh, I've got kids in the background. The kids said hi, and all of a sudden you're, yeah. you're just having a chat. Yeah. And we've got we've got clients and candidates that we work with where they they know our birthdays or they'll send stuff out to us. And just, yeah. You just be you be. You go beyond kind of that professional relationship. And, and this, you, this brings me back to my point, right? The barrier to entry into recruitment is so incredibly low. We take for granted what we can do naturally, other people just cannot do. I had a member of staff yeah. uh, who had a, managed to get a meeting with a finance director. And while she was on her way back to the office, the finance director called me and said two things. Number one, do not ever send her back in my office again. And number two, when she does get in, can you ask her why she sat on the edge of her chair with her coat on, facing with her the legs facing the fucking door? And I was like, good meeting then, yeah? <laughs> and he was just like, mate, honestly, don't just don't do that again. Next time, John, you can't come. Yeah. He's like, next time, if you can't come, because I had to, I had to like, stay in, well, political reasons, I had to stay in the office. Um, he's like, next time, if you can't come, we'll just rearrange. Please don't send me a junior member of staff again. And I was like, look, really sorry, you know, she's new, blah, 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 put the phone down. That girl had been working for the company for four years. That was not her first time meeting. And I'm like, what the hell was that? Yeah, barrier to entry is no. We take for granted how how good we are at what we do, and we assume that every we're, we're level pegging. And we try to explain this to the guys upstairs. What we're training you to do, and how we're training you to recruit, yeah. is to stand out against your competitors. If you think that the client's going to be annoyed, that you ringing them up saying, "Look, I'm struggling to find the right person for this job," yeah. and if you think that client's going to get annoyed with you, you're wrong. Because I, I, I'll tell you what, none of the other agencies are doing that. No, none of them because all the other agencies do what you're doing, which is burying your head in the sand. Yeah, and just hoping that a new candidate will land on your lap. A Friday email to my clients says, "Sorry, not like this week. Apologies." Yeah, that's it. That's, that's all you need. Yeah. Always come back and say, "Don't worry about it. Don't yeah. worry about it. We yeah. know how hard it is." That's it. But you're, you're doing that one. This is why I always say to anyone in recruitment, do one thing different to everyone else. That's all you got to do. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Marginal differences. Yeah. Well, then, well, we're we're going towards the end now, so we want yeah. a closing thought from you. All the crap that we've Remember Jerry Springer back in the yeah, yeah, 1900s? Yeah, yeah. 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 I want to start ending the podcast with, and on that bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure there's some sort Are of. Are you going to um, do like that reasonable car of the car park? Kind of uh, yeah, but it won't be a reasonable car. I'll do my Range Rover. Yeah. Oh, all the Porsche. Yeah, rolls like anything. Neither of which will work properly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had, to, had to throw in the, uh, the Range Rover <laughs> Porsche. <laughs> oh, I work hard for my shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm on a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I like your fan, yeah. What was that? Eight seater, nine seater. Nine seater, because we do a lot of camping. I take the last row of seats out, and you can fill it up to the top surfboard. So we're on, we're on about getting one of them between me and my father-in-law because we got up to the lectureship quite a lot. Yeah, which one is it? It's a Citroen Space Tourer, and we call it Buzz, and it's got a Buzz Lightyear sticker on the back. So I bought a Range Rover not long after he bought his, and then I uh, I ended up buying to buy a seven seater because apparently I just must produce kids. And, <laughs> yeah. well, I want number two, so <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what's Well, just just for the general public, if you want a final thought, a little de- a little deep insight into my personal life, um, I went and had a vasectomy, um, which failed, and now 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 I Shrugs now on. I have a third I, kiss. I book mine for next year. <laughs> yeah, mate. Apparently, yeah, they, they don't work all that well. Oh, yeah. Why is this such a normal thing? Why? Do, why? Why? I, 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 my wife tried to get me to do it because she always does a thing where I'm like, "Oh well, you know, Sean did that for Lauren, so you should." And I'm like, "I'm not having a vasectomy." And also, 
He had a vasectomy and then she got pregnant. So don't even, don't even. And that was written off for like 10 days. Anybody that tells you it doesn't hurt, they're wrong. Oh, it fucking kills Yeah. Me. Mate, honestly, so like, it's it's a weird sensation anyway. Right? But or someone tickling it with your giblets. Okay. Yeah, well, there's just a lot of pulling and tugging going on that you can feel. And yeah, but then once once the, okay, I'm just gonna fill my drugs. <laughs> <laughs> once the drugs wear off, once the drugs wear off, I just wear more condoms. Every, <laughs> every time you stand up, it's like a fresh kick to the nuts for about ten days. Oh, mate, yeah. I was expecting to be back in the office the next day or something, weren't I? Everyone's like, "Yeah, you'll be fine, you'll be fine." No, I was I was at home for ten days. I was like, "I'm not." Right. I can't Can you do send this. me this clip to my wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there are better ways. Mark, there are better there are better ways to prevent this. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, listen, yeah. thank you so much for, no, for coming on. Um, as always, you're not welcome to come back anytime. Yeah, don't we'll be a stranger. Back. I'll just walk in halfway through one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you might, that'd as, be, well. That'd you be might as well. Yeah. We'll, we'll be having um, uh, sort of quarterly... Uh, mega mega, mega Yeah, we'll call it Megasodes, where yeah. we're trying to get a few different guests in, and me and Sean will kind of slip out and let the guys... Like fight. Fat, so. Basically, well, fight, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be things like internal versus agency or your um, recruitment enemies, and we'll try and get one, one or two sure? of them. Yeah, I've got a fair few. No one hates me. No, no. <laughs> no, no yeah, as I said, as we started this podcast, should we try and get Bobby everybody's sing? LinkedIn best friend? Do you reckon we should get Bobby singing? Nah, fuck that guy. Right on that one. Thank you very much, guys, and we'll see you guys again, right? Hopefully, yeah. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to like and subscribe. I only two ninety nine. That was good. Thank you, mate. No, that was good. It's amazing when you start and you think.